Hello, hello, hello. We are back again, shiny happy people. I'm Sanjay Dugar, your guest host for this week's podcast. You may remember me from the previous year when I stepped in as a guest host during the facilitation week. This year we are bringing to you a new format on trend spotting conversations that we are going to be releasing every alternate week. This will be like a 10 to 12 minute long conversation on a topic of interest for all of us to listen to and get views from others from my colleagues and others so that you get some additional insights uh, on these different topics. So stay tuned and let's get the ball rolling right after this break. Uh, for this week we have a topic about the great resignation i'm sure a lot of you have heard about it and it's time to just get a few thoughts and for that i have my colleague jawad ahmed who is joining me on this podcast today uh, welcome to you jawad hi sanjay hi how are you doing jawad all good it's been a busy week uh, ah, okay <laughs> all right i see that uh things are getting back to normal soon and yes, let's sir. hope things settle down quickly but the reason i got you in today is really to look at this topic that a whole bunch of our uh, listeners really want to know and more about is the great resignation you know it's a little bit of a paradox at a time of the pandemic when you would expect that people don't want to move and be stable and be secure but we are hearing this great resignation thing happening so what's your take on it i think uh, that's something which almost all of us have actually heard about um i think more so uh, in the india context more so maybe uh, in the technology sector we've been hearing about it more lately but uh, i think talking about it uh, also across the globe um, especially in the us i was listening to uh, one of the news channels manufacturing seems to be hit with a lot of uh, resignations there um maybe because of the pandemic and and the need for uh, a secure environment being one factor um talking about india specifically though um it's it's surprising like you mentioned um it's it's a bit of a paradox because you normally think in in the time of an uncertainty or changes uh, people would, would tend to be stable but uh, the way i see it uh, is there are two things that are basically um driving people one is of course the whole work life uh the people have come to actually recognize that it's really possible for us to have a work life balance now <laughs> uh, or else it used to be a work work balance earlier uh, so uh, there is also a lot of sensitivity from organizations and acceptance from organizations that's really working well i was looking at a report which said almost one out of three um people who are considering a move are considering because uh, they if they don't see a work life balance kind of an opportunity or if they do not see the possibility for them to be able to kind of take care of uh, their work from home um they would consider maybe moving out of the organization or consider moving out of the so that they may be encouraged. the second um seems to be a huge thrust that the pandemic has thrown all of us into is this whole demand for technology 
And hence, we're seeing a lot of um, uh, people moving uh, in the IT sector in India, especially. And um, I'm sure you're aware about some of the reports. I think the Microsoft Work Trend reports that came out spoke about almost 60 plus percent people uh, with the intention of moving uh, out, whereas globally, the average is about 40 percent plus. Um, so it, it just seems like there is a huge demand for technology. And we have our own clients, uh, some of the clients who are reaching out to us with the, with the challenge of attrition, uh, talking about um, remunerations or salaries that are being paid, uh, which are being made, offers that are being made, which are in excess of about 2x or 3x of what people were actually wow. receiving. So um, with that kind of uh, uh, with that kind of a jump, I'm sure a lot of people who are uh, looking at moving. But I do also think that there are a lot of people who are still on the fence, um, who are still considering and thinking and evaluating what factors would be more meaningful or important for them um, in the role that they have. But I see these two as critical factors. Yeah, and this thing about being on the fence is also something I sense. You know, what has happened is, and I, I believe this because I've spoken to a few people on this topic, and they say that the motivator things of the past have changed. True. So earlier, you know, companies could get away with their brand value or the f- promising future and all of that. But now it's become of something of my immediate need has suddenly surfaced. Now, for various reasons, either some money has kind of got blocked somewhere and now they need cash. So if I get a lucrative offer, they really want to move. And so lots of these interesting things have happened around change in motivating factors. That may be another something for us to think about uh, when we replan as to what organizations can do. And that leads me to this next question. Do you have any thoughts about what organizations can do to deal with this great resignation? In fact, um, I, I must have been thinking about it. And obviously, there are a lot of uh, people who have spoken on this too. Um, I do feel that there's, there's a lot that leaders and organizations are doing. But I do also see them in, in these two buckets. There are things that leaders can do and there are things that organizations can, can do. Um, I see that uh, the whole idea of... Uh, we've been talking across the whole of the pandemic about leaders being more empathetic, uh, being more sensitive to the to the work life balance needs of employees um, and so on. So I think that has definitely been a major factor. But in that fact, also in the a... previous episode, we also talked about the leaders being great facilitators. True, that's true. Yes, and and today it is more a collective and and decision making that is more informed. Um, but I also see that uh, there is a need for um, for leaders to be able to demonstrate uh, either the development focus that they're going to bring in for their team members or the opportunities for the passions that the team members have uh, can also get catered to or provided as part of their uh, environments itself. So that's something which um, I I see as factors that could really be um, helpful in being able to manage better. But uh, as a consequence of this, one of the factors that that seems to be happening with, uh, with a lot of people is um, there seems to be a, a lack of motivation or, or lack of trust, uh, which I think is more at an organizational level. We need to focus and see, you were also talking about motivations. Um, so we should, as an organization, as a larger enterprise, maybe consider uh, looking at 
trust as a factor as well as um, what motivations drive people to join an organization or join a team or join a role that they may be in as factors that would be really important for us to think about. Yeah, that seems to be a pretty insightful thing. It's about what leaders can do to build trust and even what organizations as a culture can create, which allows people to work better together. So I think both the dimensions become equally important. important. Yes, and that's true. the other thing I'm thinking, Jawad, is we need to act really fast because in situations like this, when things are not going as well, uh, no decision is actually a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> leaders, I, I understand that the leaders want to think it through and make the right decision. Mm. But I think no decision is clearly a wrong thing to do. What are your thoughts on that? I think uh, what you're saying is absolutely true, Sanjay. And sometimes where organizations or leaders falter is in the lack of demonstrated vulnerability. So you can make that decision, you can go wrong, but to be able to kind of own it up and, and also talk about it openly, that's something which is really important. So the greater vulnerability a leader can actually demonstrate, they will be more willing to make decisions faster and maybe even sometimes fail or own it, right? But keep moving on with it. Then I think they will be looked up in the in their teams and in their organizations for, for doing so. Absolutely. I think they need to really take that decision, own the decision, and then move ahead. Uh, so on that note itself, what happens if they don't take any decision? Well, um, so what I'm seeing, and these, these are again clients uh, of ours, I'm sure some of them you're also aware of, uh, is what we're seeing immediately is the consequence of iteration uh, in the team leads uh, sometimes to a lot of uh, lack of motivation for people. Right? So if you have like, about, let's say if you're, a, if you're a 30 member team, 10 people have already quit, maybe even your manager or your team lead or your leader uh, has quit, um, it's a huge demotivator uh, for, for the rest of the team. Um, the other is uh, not having a leader and building that capability of a leader or having a great manager, getting a replacement there for an organization, the cost that, um, that an organization incurs in, in being able to find such leaders is going to be an added on uh, expensive costs at a time uh, when the change is taking place so rapidly, not having a team with a leader for a long time. Those could also have negative consequences. Quite true. So those are, I see as the immediate impact, but I think uh, the larger impact is going to be as there's a lack of motivation, trust will um, break down um, in the teams and gradually you will also see that cascade across uh, other other areas too, if it remains um, unattended uh, to um, by either the organization. You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. So in summary, what you're saying is if organizations don't act fast, the great resignation may lead to the great downfall of companies as well. Yeah, surely. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's something that is definitely possible if uh, we don't take action. Yeah, so I think the message out there is leaders... Act fast, 
act quick be agile you could always make changes to your decisions uh, but don't be in a place where you don't make any decision i think that's the way forward uh, that's what uh, we think will help and uh, that brings me to the end of our episode for today thank you jawad for sharing your views thank you for having me sir and i hope all our listeners i hope you really enjoyed this conversation we would love to hear your thoughts your feedback your comments your top up ideas to this uh, situation that we are in and we would also like to hear from you what other topics are of interest to you so that we can bring to you those topics of interest itself and uh, stay tuned for this one and every alternate week you will see another trend spotting conversation on shiny happy people thank you